Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Another of the myriad comic book adaptations out in the world today is the Men in Black series. The comic books were written by Lowell Cunningham, drawn by Sandy Carruthers, and originally published in Aerosol Comics in 1990. This was an exceptionally short-lived comic series that probably would have been totally forgotten but for its adaptation into a major motion picture in 1997. The movie was a critical and commercial success that spawned two sequels, an animated cartoon, various comic reprints, and helped establish the career of Will Smith as one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. It was also nominated for three Academy Awards and won the Oscar for Best Makeup. And while the sequels didn't make quite the splash of the first movie, the series was well-established enough that it continued over a period of 15 years. I never read any of the comics, and there were more published after the release of the first movie. Aircell was purchased by Malibu Comics, which was later acquired by Marvel. And I wasn't expecting too much from the latest in the series, Men in Black International. After all, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are a pretty tough act to follow. Men in Black International ends up being a very pleasant surprise. It is a well-structured, funny, exciting movie that will keep you entertained and engaged. Molly becomes aware of the Men in Black as a child when her parents are neuralized after an alien breaks into the family home. Neuralizing for the uninitiated is when the agents use their device that wipes the short-term memory. Very handy to have, as you might imagine. Molly escapes having her memory wiped. After she grows up, she carries on a determined search for the organization that inspired her. Finally locating and actually penetrating the New York headquarters, she begs to join the ranks of the Men in Black. And her persistence, tenacity, and exceptional qualifications so impress the leadership that Molly is granted probationary status as an MIB agent. Molly, dubbed Agent M, is teamed with Top Agent H on what starts out as a rudimentary assignment but escalates into something much bigger. The two MIB agents must learn to work together if they are to overcome a threat to the entire planet. One obstacle for this film was that the previous entries in the series were all masterfully helmed by Barry Sonnefeld. But it turns out that director F. Gary Gray has what I'd describe for want of a better term as an innate feel for this material. He has a vision for the film that keeps everything together. And the screenplay by Matt Holloway and Art Markham is well written, providing ample character development and motivation along with good pacing and attention to craft. There were some obvious cliches that were avoided and a couple of plot twists that were unexpected. The cast is generally outstanding, led by Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth, who exploit their chemistry after having worked together previously. Both their stars are rising, and they demonstrate why here. Supporting roles are ably filled by such established stars as Liam Neeson and Emma Thompson. You'll also find Rafe Spall, Rebecca Ferguson, Kayvon Novak, and Spencer Wildly. The twins, Larry and Laurent Bourgeois, are standouts as a pair of alien bounty hunters, and they even get to dance, too. And Kamel Nanjiani delivers an exceptional vocal performance that makes the movie. The effects are terrific, and Danny Elfman is joined by Chris Bacon in providing a wonderful musical score. The runtime of 154 minutes is very manageable, 
It's rated PG-13 for action, adventure, comedy. There's no nudity or profane language, and the overt sexuality is kept to a minimum and not gratuitous. Nor is it a particularly violent movie. I'm mindful of taking children younger than about 10 or 11 to a PG-13 rated film, but you'll probably be okay for this given the interwoven comedic elements. A nice surprise and a film that could reinvigorate the Men in Black series. Three out of four stars. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.